How can you turn one property into two properties? We're going to talk about that on this episode of Real Estate Revenue. everybody, welcome to Real Estate Revenue. I'm your host, Paul Airy, and in this episode, we're going to talk about how you can turn one property into two properties. It's not magic, and it's not illegal. It's actually kind of easy. It takes a little bit of work, but um, it is doable. So over the years, I've had a lot of people come to me with uh, property that they've inherited. Uh, of course, this happens all the time. A family member dies, and they leave their properties to their kids or siblings or nieces, nephews, whatever. And a lot of times what happens when someone inherits a property like this, they don't know what to do with it. They are not experienced landlords. They've never, maybe they've never invested in property before. This might be their first experience with commercial property, commercial real estate Typically, it's usually houses, but in my experience and in this conversation, we're dealing with commercial real estate. How can we turn your inherited property into two properties? Now, the reason I uh, came up with this topic today is I don't want to see people just dump their inheritance because I have seen that in the past. I've seen people inherit a property. They don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to how to manage it, how to fix it up, how to how to deal with it. So they just dump it. They sell it at a low price, uh, lower than they have to sell it for, just in order to get rid of the headache. But with a little bit of effort, you can turn this headache into an income. So for easy numbers, we're going to assume that you inherited a property that's worth a million dollars. Now, it may not be worth a million dollars. It might only be worth 100000 or 500000 uh, it doesn't matter. The numbers, the amount doesn't matter. The numbers work out the same. Uh, the way this works, the process is the same. So let's say you have inherited this million-dollar property, and it has multiple tenants. It could be a retail property with multiple tenants. It could be a single-tenant property. It could be a restaurant building or uh, just a single retail Building it could be an office, could be a single tenant office or a multi tenant office. It could be a uh, could be an industrial property, uh, a shop building, a uh, automotive center, or something like that. Uh, could be a or a warehouse. Could be even apartments. We're going to assume right now that's a, either a retail or an office property. Everything that I tell you here is also going to relate to the other types of properties, except for the leases and apartments. There are three things you have to do in order to turn your one property into two properties. And here they are. The first thing that you have to do when you inherit this property is to examine the leases. The leases are, when you go to buy a property or take possession of a property, the uh, uh, if it's a commercial property, the leases are one of the most important, if not the most important, 
thing that you have to look at in that property. Now we're assuming the inheritance is done, the probate is done, you have possession of the property. There are no legal arguments over it or anything, and you own it now, okay? And we're also going to assume that there's no debt on this property. Now there could be, you could inherit a property that has debt, but that doesn't mean this won't work. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But for right now, the first thing you have to do is examine the leases. So what do you look for in the leases? Well, I'm going to use an example. Uh, I dealt with a retail center several years ago. Uh, there was a new buyer. He bought this property. This was a multi-tenant property, a retail center, and it was old. And uh, his plan was to renovate it, fix it up. When, when we got into that property, we realized that about half the tenants in that property had expired leases. And the ones that did not have expired leases, you know, if any of the, all of the leases uh, were not the right kind of lease for a retail property. So what do I mean by that? Well, usually in a retail property, you want a triple net lease. And the trend is, recently, you want triple net leases on the other types of properties except for apartments that would be for office buildings and industrial properties as well. Now, a triple net lease is kind of the gold standard. That's what everyone wants. That's the desirable type of lease for a landlord. A triple net lease means the tenant pays the property taxes, they pay the insurance, and they're responsible for all the maintenance costs on the property, including the common area maintenance. So you look at these leases, if they are not triple net leases, and if any of them have expired, those leases that have expired, you want to convert to triple net leases. So when a lease is expired, they're paying month to month. They don't have a lease. You can kick them out, but you don't want to kick them out. Now, they may be there. They may have an expired lease for a lot of reasons. One is probably that the landlord just didn't keep up with it anymore. And they didn't want to rock the boat because they didn't want the tenant to leave because they're a good tenant. They've been there a long time. They pay their rent every month on time. And they didn't want them to leave. They didn't want to lose them. So they let them stay there with an expired lease. And chances are the rent has not been kept up to date. So as far as the amount of rent. So we're going to, we'll get into that in a minute, but you want to get that lease renegotiated. You want to, you want to get them to sign a new lease, triple net lease. And that's the very first thing you want to do when you inherit this property is you want to get the leases up to date. And if anyone has a lease that's not expired, when it does expire, you want to convert them to a triple net lease if they are not already. What that does is if you decide you want to sell the property, it makes it more desirable to a buyer. So it'll make it easier to sell. So that's the first thing you do. Get your leases right. Get them done the way they're supposed to be done. Get a broker to help you if you need to or a lawyer. But you need to get the leases done the right way. So why would a landlord neglect these leases? Well, as landlords get older sometimes, they just don't keep up with stuff. 
Uh, and like I said, they may not have wanted to rock the boat with the tenant. They want to keep them there. They don't want to take a chance on losing them. So they just don't update it. The other thing that they don't update, that they don't keep up to date with, is the rent. And that's number two. That's the second thing you want to look at. You want to look at what the tenant's paying for rent. And if their rent has not been raised, at least in the last uh, five years, should be raised, raised more often than that. But if you can look at those uh, leases or look at their rent and they haven't been raised in five years, then then that's a problem. And the landlord's been losing money all this time. He probably didn't even realize it, but the market has likely gone up and left him behind. So what you do, you take these, uh, you take these rental amounts and you compare them with the market rent. You check with other retail centers around town or whatever property type you have. You check other properties that are of, that are of the same type, find out what their lease rate is and Try to get a building to compare to that's close to being the quality of yours as well. So the best thing to do, the easiest thing to do, is just get a commercial real estate broker or agent and ask them because they're going to know without even checking. They're probably going to know what your rent should be and what they can get for you. And if you have any empty spaces, they will likely know some tenants or be able to find you a tenant to put in those spaces. So consult with a commercial broker, find out uh, what you need to be charging for rent. If your rent's too low and you have expired leases, those people need to have their rent raised. Now, don't worry. They're not, they might get a little upset, but they're probably not going to leave because if they've been there that long and rent has gone up a lot. Now, this retail space, this retail center that I dealt with uh, in the past, um, it was bought and about half the leases had expired. The rent had not been raised in years. They were paying half the market value in rent. So the thing is, when they got their rent raised, they were expecting it. They knew it was coming. They knew they were paying below market rent. And they knew they had a good deal. Some of those people were paying that low rent for 10 years. And they knew They knew what was going on and they knew when that place changed hands that chances are their rent was going to go up. And you know what? They didn't move because for them to move to another place, first of all, they weren't going to find any place cheaper, but it's also going to cost a lot of money to move. It's very expensive to move a business because it's not just moving the stuff out of the space. You have to change addresses, change printing, change your website. Uh, everything has to change. So it's, it's kind of difficult and kind of expensive to move a business, but you got to get the rent up that item along with the next thing we're going to talk about is going to increase the value of your property. And I'll tell you that, uh, tell you about that in a minute. When you get the rent raised to market value, guess what? The value of your property is going to go up. It's going to go up because commercial property is valued based on the income that it generates. So if you're generating more income, the value is higher. Now, item number three that you have to check on is going to be expenses and deferred maintenance. Now, what is deferred maintenance? 
It's exactly what it sounds like. Deferred maintenance is maintenance that has not been done. It's been deferred. Somebody put it off because they didn't want to do it. Likely the same scenario. The landlord gets older, doesn't want to mess with it anymore, can't do it for some reason, and things have been uh, just let go. Like maybe the roof has not been maintained the way it should have been, and it's got leaks in different places. Rather than pay to have a new roof, it's very common to just patch it. Same with the HVAC systems. If you have a 30-year-old HVAC system in, in a retail space or an office space, they may be paying to just patch it up and keep it going, especially if they don't have... Uh, triple net leases because if they had a triple net lease the tenant would be paying for that stuff and they wouldn't have to you also want to look at the expenses now the expenses and the deferred maintenance kind of go hand in hand because deferred maintenance causes higher expenses because of what i just talked about so you want to get your expenses down you may have some other expenses you know you may have uh, parking lot maintenance that's a big one and uh Somebody may be overcharging you for something. Maybe the property manager, if there was a property manager involved, they may be charging you for things and they're not really doing anything. I have seen that too. Uh, I've seen property management companies that manage a property and charge a big fee and they do absolutely nothing. So, um, you know, you have to look at the expenses. There are also maybe some utilities for common area, uh, electricity, uh, things like that. Uh, and there are ways to get that paid by the tenant in a triple net lease. So now you've done the third thing and you've lowered your expenses, which also increases your income on the property. So now let's say your million dollar building that you inherited may be worth 1.5 million. So you've increased the value of your property. Now, assuming that you inherited this and it's debt-free, you can go to a lender, tell your lender you want to get a, a commercial real estate loan on this property, and uh, you want to do it for half the value. So half the value, what is that, of $1.5 million, $750,000? You can take that seven fifty, dollars and you can go out and buy another property. And do the same thing with it. And you know what? That $750,000 that you just borrowed, that comes to you in cash. It's tax-free because it is not income. It is loan proceeds. So you can take that money and reinvest that in another property. You can also pay yourself back for what you spent on this one to, to do the maintenance. So you can take that money and go buy another property. Now, you can buy one that's already ready to go, doesn't need any work, doesn't need any uh, uh, anything done at all. Or you can buy one similar to what you just inherited where you go in and you do a turnaround. You, you stabilize this property, get the rents up, and uh, get the expenses down and make the property more valuable, which is, in my opinion, the best thing to do with that. Uh, so then you've turned your property into two properties. And you really haven't had any money come out of your pocket. Maybe a little upfront to, to pay to get your building, you know, up, up to, up to speed, but you're going to pay yourself that back after you get that loan 
and then you're going to take that money and you're going to invest it in another property. And suddenly you'll have twice the income. You'll have the income off the first building and the income off the second building. And don't worry about the debt because your tenants are going to pay that debt for you. That income off of that property pays that debt. You don't have to pay that out of your pocket. That comes from the rent. They will pay your debt. They will pay your expenses. This is the beauty of commercial real estate. Now, if it's an apartment, you won't have the triple net lease, but all those things apply to apartments. You'll have landlords who didn't renew leases for tenants, who didn't raise their rent because they wanted them to stay or they just didn't keep up with it and forgot. And you'll see tenants in some apartment complexes that have been there for five, ten years and haven't had a rent increase in, in many years and are living month to month. You check those three things when you inherit a property. Please do that before you decide to just dump your inheritance. Uh, dumping your inheritance is is such a is such a waste. You can do so much good with that uh, with that money. You can do so much good with that property. Don't throw it away. Uh, get some help if you have to. Get somebody who knows how to do this. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's a bit of a learning curve, but it, it's worth it in the end. And you can bring this property back to what it used to be and have it a money-making investment property. And then if you decide to sell it, you can sell it for a nice profit once you have stabilized it. And once you've gotten it back to the income that it needs to be at, once you've gotten it to a decent income level, then you can sell that building and make make a really nice profit on it. The preferred thing to do in most cases would be keep that. Uh, you can have some long-term income. It can replace any retirement plan you have, any any 401k or whatever you, you uh, have that's uh, probably not going to do well for you in retirement anyway. And uh, replace it with real estate. Get some income off of it. So I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you got something out of it. And I hope that if somebody out there inherited a property recently, uh, as I have, uh, I hope you will uh, look at doing that to the property. Uh, it works. It It's proven. It, it's pretty common. And it doesn't even have to be inherited. Maybe you bought this property 15 years ago and you've paid the loan down to almost nothing or you've paid it down to, you know, where you only owe a quarter of what you originally borrowed or something. And you decide, you know, I want to do something with this. I, I can increase the income. You can go through the same process with that and, and, uh, and do the exact same thing with the same outcome. So you don't have to inherit it and it doesn't have to be completely debt free. So think about that before you throw away your inheritance and come back to another episode of Real Estate Revenue. <laughs>